Welcome to another episode of the Two Dimensionals Podcast with me, Marcus Johnston. And me, Jack. Uh, we don't have a lot. No, no surname. I, I, don't, I don't use my surname a lot. I, I like to go by one name or the other, not both. Because, weirdly, I think using both of my names makes me sound a bit like a businessman or a teacher, neither of which I like. Uh, hey, you do want to be one of them. I do. I just don't want to sound like I'm one of them, which Why? is... What's wrong with being a teacher? Nothing. I just don't like how saying my full name kind of sounds like a parent angrily addressing a teacher. Really? I I have no idea why. It's just a thing. It's not quite that. I I don't like using both of my names just for reasons, just personal preference. But it's like if you say it three times in the mirror, I summon myself. Happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, we don't want two of you. Oh, <laughs> oh. Did I? Uh, there was. Um, some of the students got really concerned when I was working in a school on placement. Some of the students got concerned I was a ghost because they would start talking about me and I would appear. Wow. And it's like, I'm not a ghost. Stop it. But they were just, uh, it was just really weird. And I was like, just slightly demonic. Yeah. It's, I'm glad I didn't think I was a demon. I'm glad they thought I was a ghost. That is a thing. It's like, cause if they thought I were a demon, that comes across a lot worse than, Mummy, Mummy, one of my teachers is a corpse. As opposed to, Mummy, one of my teachers is an evil creature from the depths of hell. Um, and one of those has a lot worse implications than the other. So uh, I don't know, what would you rather be? A demon or a, or a, or a ghost? Real life, probably yeah. a demon. Uh, in regards to what school children tell their parents I am a ghost uh, because I can very rapidly verify that I'm not a ghost uh, <laughs> I can't very rapidly verify that I'm not a demon yeah I mean I don't, yeah I'd probably be a demon too that sounds like a cooler life like it depends on the kind of ghost like oh, like a poltergeist would be yeah That'd be fun. But it's like, if I gotta be one of those, like, ghosts that helps people make pottery, I ain't into that shit. <laughs> I've never watched that film. I do not remember the title. I always sort of remember it just being called Ghost, but I don't think it is. It's called Ghost. Is it? <laughs> yes. Right. Because the Wait, other... just, just so I'm not uh, acting stupid here. Yes, it is called Ghost. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my full knowledge of that film is that I think a husband dies and then he's like, oh no, my wife's sad. So then he's like, I'm going to help her make pottery while a ghost and do that thing that pottery teachers now hate. Um, And that's all I know about that film. I occasionally get it confused with Ghostbusters. Oh, it's been a long time since I've watched Ghostbusters. It's been a long time since I've watched a film. So, yeah, actually, I watched one the other week. 
Holy, holy hell, you... I consumed a piece of media. <laughs> what was it? Uh, what was it? Oh, it's a Ghibli film. Uh, Poco Rosso. It's uh, the one with a, a pig. Yeah, ah. like a pig fight pilot. It's, it's, it's pretty good, actually. Now, that intrigues me, but it is a pig, so I won't watch it. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the dreadful pig phobia. Is there a word for that? Winkophobia? I don't know. I was going to say. I think I can get an oinkment for it, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we should move on to a different subject. This is a bit boring. It's Marcus, it's <laughs> two white dudes doing a podcast. It was always going to be a bit boring. Um, boring. Okay, what subject do you want to move on to, Marcus? You got the joke, right? Boring. Oh, because pigs bought yeah. right. Okay. No, right. I didn't. Because... Well, I'm, I'm, I just wanted to confirm that. So there wasn't an empty space in my soul for the next... However, however long this podcast is. It's, um... No, glad, yeah. Right, okay, off we trot to the next segment. Um, no. Has there anything you would like to talk about, or anything that happened to you, or the world in general? Oh, uh, do we want to? What happens nowadays? Uh, generally, the most interesting thing I've got to talk about that I can't actually talk about on this podcast is the fact that at about one in the morning, several days ago. I ordered, uh, oh, I can never remember the word for this stuff. Um, I, I ordered resin and mould making material. It's Ooh. the, like, rubber stuff that you pour over a thing to get a negative of it. I don't have Amazon open, yeah. so I can't check. Um, but yeah, anyway, I bought both of those things. And because I've really wanted to do it for a while, I've never made casts because it is, like, quite an expensive thing to do. Yeah. Because I don't know if you ever looked at the price of these things, they ain't exactly cheap. Um, but I was like, Try okay, me. you know what? I'm gonna spend like I'm gonna spend like forty quid on this stuff, like, and I'll, I'll at least have done it. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, forty quid actually isn't that much money. It's you know whatever. Um, so I bought the correct molding material. I bought just the cheapest stuff, so it takes a ridiculous amount of time for it to cure, but it is, you know, cheap, and it works, and it is the correct sort of thing. The resin I bought, now, I assume you don't know the different kinds of resin. (laughs) I don't. No, okay. So, as far as I'm aware, there's two major kinds of resin. There's polyester resin, and there's epoxy resin. Now, I should have bought epoxy resin which is to say it's like it's i mean all resins are like two parts as far as i'm aware except you anyway yeah and they get yeah they get solid um and the thing with epoxy resin is it has like a slight smell to it but it's not horribly bad you shouldn't like huff it but it's not great now polyester resin on the other hand <laughs> Is is horrifyingly it's bad. Like a fume. Yeah. Yes. Um. Because 
I I am aware of how bad it smells, and I was wondering why it smells so bad. And as it turns out, uh, being called polyester resin isn't a joke. Um, it's That's essentially right. polystyrene in there, yeah. except it's not styrene. It's just the I don't really know how it works. But essentially, the way it cures is that the there's acetone breaks down the polyester and the so polyester like burning yeah it's polyester. melting away polyester so the thing is it's got about a 24 hour cure time um and, and I all think in that time it is, it is giving dreadful. off this smell yeah so i'm like wow. man i shouldn't have bought polyester resin but I can't, like, there's not, like, a cancel order button on Amazon. I, f- I really thought there was, but there isn't. Um, oh, no, well, I, I think there is, but you have to do it very quickly before it, um, uh, it like, ships off. Yeah. Um, so which that's... Is, which is quick. So now I'm going to have some polyester resin. Woo! Although it's fine, because I'm just going to, like, put it outside in the shed. It'll probably take a fair bit longer to cure, but, like... The days are fairly warm at the moment, so it should yeah. be fine. Uh, hey, back in back in your old uni flat, I'll be fine. <laughs> I've just been another another Tuesday. No, 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 no. Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, okay. I was like, did I did oh. I leave cheese to rot in there? I'm putting no. Um, no, no, no. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. As bad as that room was, polyester resin is worse. Oh, I I accidentally had melt. Um, uh, I remember having to nearly cancel one D and D game because I'd accidentally melted uh, quite a bit of um, polystyrene in. It wasn't acetone. It was. Uh, I was trying to glue two pieces of polystyrene together, and the glue I used had been slowly melting through it uh, while I was out at the Sains. Right. And the smell in that room got so bad that I was like, can't have people in here. Um, but then I laid on a bunch of Febreze and I checked with, I think, Jake that it was fine. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, that... I mean... Your room was definitely a workshop. If not, it was. Think. It was like <sighs> here is my workshop. Oh, also it contains my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Occasionally, a, a my... true, true artist or a yeah. true engineer. Uh, artist. I, I, artist. I, I, I try and reach the lofty heights of engineer and often fail. All <laughs> um, like, failing engineers are artists. <laughs> <laughs> There is a scale to these things. Because <laughs> um, it's like, recently I've been trying to build a humane mouse trap. Uh, it's not going well. <laughs> because I can't get the... It's like... I'm trying... Like, I'm trying to build a teeter mouse trap. So essentially, mouse walks onto a board. Yeah. Board drops down. Uh, they go into bucket. I can't get the teeter to work at the like right angle. So the mice are just fine. They're like they're just able to walk on it without issue, and it's like oh, yeah. bollocks sake. The the ongoing mouse problem. Yeah. How long have you had this for? 
a while, but it's a mouse problem, so it doesn't really go away. Mm. I, I don't think I've ever really had a bad kind of like problem like that. Or I guess uh, we have, yeah, a long, a long time ago, like we had f- fleas a lot uh, back in the parents' house, and they they're, they're a nightmare. If you get any kind of like a little insect infestation, ah, it's dreadful. Yeah, because cause mice you can just go and hunt for with, like, an airsoft gun. But fleas, don't try and hunt them with an airsoft gun. You'll go mad. <laughs> or become the world's best shot. Uh. Um, yeah, no, no, it's like, it's, it's not great. But it's like, uh, I, I have put down traps now. So, it is... Like I, I've I've put down just regular mouse traps now, and that's mm. keeping them away as far as I can tell. Because I think they basically go into a room, see mouse traps, and go, "Yeah, okay, this place isn't safe anymore. Let's head out." Uh, learned behavior. It's yeah, it's one of those things. I think they need like there's enough stuff trying to deal with them at the moment that um, it's it's all fine and. It's like they're... Because they were hiding underneath my bookshelf. Mm. Oh, do they have like a nest there? I don't know, but they were under there because there's like a cavity under there. um, Just where they can get behind and I can't get. So I've put... I've I've taped the thing to the wall. (laughs) Um, Just just imagine, for, for loads of little lives... Your your room, your humble little room, is the world to them. Uh, if they would stop pooping and pissing everywhere, and uh, <laughs> eating my bread, and just oh, no. being loud at night, I absolutely would... Like, if they were just, like, nesting in here, I'd be like, fine, chill, go nuts, I'll Febreze it. But the thing is, they're being very loud, and it's causing me trouble sleeping. Like, my entire sleep schedule that's gone horribly far off at the moment, primarily the mice. Um, Did you get, like, earplugs or something? I can't really sleep with earplugs in. Makes me uncomfortable. Um, I, I I rip them out when I'm asleep, just, like, instinctively, so... It's... Well, moving on from mice, um, is there anything, I mean, what what even happens with me? I don't know. I've almost finished my taxes. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) How long have you been working on those now? Oh, oh, no. Well, I did most of them in a few days. And then with my previous employer, it's like they hadn't sent me a P45 or something. So it's just been... Right, so much uh, hassle and, and trying to get in contact with HMRC is just a pain. But eventually yeah. I did, and hopefully that info is getting sorted. Um, because I had because I, yeah, I didn't didn't your people like not? I I know one of your previous jobs had some. Yeah. Um, so I I don't have to do my own taxes, so it's all fine because it's just automatically done. Because we live in a yeah. sane, sensible country when it comes to taxes. Fantastic. Um, 
But essentially, one of my jobs, I rang up to quit. They said I quit, and then I didn't get the documentation of quitting through. And it was only till I I didn't get my is it a P forty five that's the leaving form or the like blah, blah, all that anyway it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> I, I didn't get the leaving pack till after I lost the job after that job. Um, oh, right. So because I because I, I had my I worked in a warehouse for a month, and then I got fired from there uh, for doing the wrong job, and. Then I got the documents from my first job about two weeks after that, saying I had, like, here's all the information. Uh, and the problem was I needed that information for continuing to work at the second job. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't know what I was being paid in the first job. So... The taxing got a bit. The taxes got a bit weird. Oh, uh, right. So it wasn't. It wasn't like a huge issue, as far as I'm aware. It was just a thing. Like if I'd been making the mega bucks, then yeah. But I think in my entire time working the first job, I'd made about five hundred pounds. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh no, no. Because like the first job I was working, I worked maybe four or five days a month. So, I didn't earn a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, with me, it was like, it was, yeah, like once once a week, but they were like really long hours. So, it's decent pay at least. How, wait, how, what was the hours you worked then? Uh, generally, it was about 16 hour days. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, Long days, weddings. Busy. Were you paid by the hour, or were you paid by? Yeah, paid by the hour. What was your hourly pay? Uh, eight quid. Okay, because I think for mine at the time I was paid about seven pound. I I think I was paid for like the first lot of it. I was paid around seven pound ninety an hour. Hmm. And then I think in the last two jobs I worked, I was paid about eight pound ten. Um, and then the lot, because I because I, I had like because we were co- like contract bait, like we were it was a stock taking company. Yeah. I think the shortest shift I had was about three hours, which was really aggravating because it took an hour to get there and an hour to get back. Um, <laughs> It's pointless to yeah. Uh it's not it's not the worst one because it one um because the uh I I got severe heat stroke on one of the jobs. Um because we'd been working for I think we'd done about a nine hour shift. It had taken two and a half hours to get out there because we because of the because we so we get a van, we drive we had to drive through central London to so we so we went from fairly far east of London to fairly far west of London, and on that on the trip back, it was really really hot outside, and the traffic had just jammed. So it took about five hours to get home. About four of that was in a boiling hot van that the air conditioning was broke on. Um, 
and I got yeah. I was very badly messed up for about four or five days. Um and the yeah, was... thing was the next day no, the day two days later after that, I had a job interview and I showed up and I was clearly barely able to do anything. Um and they were just like Dude, you're clearly dying. Go home. Here's a Coke. <laughs> Come back in like drunk. a few days. Yeah. Um, I got there and I couldn't like my writing was so bad. I was like, oh man, I'm I've miswritten my own name. Um, I should have gone to hospital. I did not, because when I am sick, my brain doesn't work well enough to remind me to go to hospital. So You're a fool. Uh, kind of. My brain's just not very smart when it's sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those were like the really that really hot summer. That was wait, what was it? The um, the yogurt, the yogurt that you put your hand in. Was it yogurt? Yes, that would have been. Uh oh, what was it? I... It might have been yogurt. Was it yogurt or was it like? Oh, no, um, no, it was like uh, cottage cheese, maybe. Oh, it could have been, yeah, it could have been cottage cheese. Anyway, uh, I like <laughs> genuinely for this podcast. I don't think we should talk about this because it does get quite gross. And yeah, that's it's grim. It's um, just picture the, the, anyone listening. Picture the worst case scenario of a hot summer's day <laughs> with the okay. Actually, no, no, I sh- gallon I sh- tub. I should explain this because this currently just sounds like I was just walking around with a big gallon tub of yogurt <laughs> or cottage cheese. Um, so oh, for my warehouse job, I worked with the bin. So we were in a it was a food. Um, they it was a it was a warehouse. They sent food. It was a company that sent food to restaurants, and I think one or two small stores. Uh, but basically, uh. Uh, my job was to sort out all the bins and the waste. So mostly it was working with cardboard boxes and plastic. I would throw cardboard boxes into a compactor and I would throw plastic into a different compactor. Um, but there would also be food waste because if something wasn't up to scratch or like in the main building of the warehouse, they would put it in a bin. I would take over to me. I would then put it outside. But the thing is, um, there were a couple different shifts to this job. And so the night shift, I think it was the night shift, clearly weren't doing their job very well. Um, Which meant that I kept ending up with... So they would put stuff outside in these big wheelie bins. um, And... They wouldn't deal with it properly. They're supposed to, but you're supposed to move them from one wheelie bin to a different wheelie bin, um, for reasons I don't understand. But um, they just left it outside. So by the so I think they must have done this about somewhere between midnight and four in the morning is generally when they're doing that sort of thing. And I was doing this about one in the afternoon. So this bin had been sitting out there through the hottest part of the day and I was like and I had to go I had to go incredibly fast like there is no way I could have done that job on my own 
um the one time i had to do it on my own i got so swamped that it was just sort of like haha there's no bins on the floor why is that because walsh is not doing it very quick like walsh cannot keep up it was just like i was just throwing handfuls of stuff at what one point one of my managers came over and just went dude stop trying to sort this so specifically just if it looks like it's majority cardboard in the thing and i was like okay i'm not really supposed to do that because of environmental reasons but actually screw it um so apparently it took about two hours after my shift to sort out all the bins um because as it turns out it actually had been a lot worse than anyone had expected it to be um and it just i just got unlucky that the day the person i was working with that happened was uh that person was off it was just a bad day and everyone was messing around um but yeah, yeah so, so anyway because i was doing it so fast uh, I reach into a bin just to grab like a big armful of stuff. Hand goes into a big bottle box, a big tub of, uh, and this isn't like a small tub. This is like industrial grade. <laughs> here is, here is about seventy people's worth of. I can't yeah. remember if it was yogurt or cottage or cottage cheese. Um, Both equally terrible. Yeah, they're all bad. Um, and it was, it wasn't quite boiling. But it sure as hell felt like it was boiling. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's my horrifying work stories of reasons I'm glad I don't work in a warehouse at the work there anymore. Like, lovely people, but holy shit, was the work not good. Yeah, um, yeah similar to the weddings as well. It's a lovely team. But, oh, exhausting. Bloody exhausting. Yeah, I... I won't do any more jobs that are like... Oh, here's the thing. The good thing about that job was we... I was about to say we had short... Um, the, it did pay reasonably well, but it was supposed to be like 10-hour days. We often did nine. Uh, just I because we were set as being 10 hours, just so everything would get done. But often, yeah. but we'd also often get done at like the nine hour mark, but we got paid for ten hours, and so that was why that job was quite good. Um, <clears throat> so, although occasionally we did have to work up to the fucking line and beyond a bit, but meh. This is yeah. um, um, what a. I know. I kind of, I kind of want to talk about. Uh, I've been reading the Lord of the Rings. Recently. Yeah, go for it. Um, it's 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 really interesting the differences between the books and the films. Because uh, obviously I've I've watched the films, and I know the films very well. And reading the books and how characters are portrayed, um, it's it's actually like very accurate between the books and the films. I think. They, they captured it really well, at least in the original trilogy. Um, oh right, the, I forgot the Hobbit was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I still I still like the Hobbit, but yeah, it's 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 a bit different to the source material. Uh, can I quickly give some context here? Um, I have never read Lord of the Rings, nor have I watched all of the films. I I know very little of Lord of the Rings. However, I have watched the entirety of the Hobbit. And was not a huge fan. Oh, that's interesting. Because yeah. I, I thought usually it's people who don't know the source material that would maybe appreciate Hobbit more. 
No. It's like, don't get me wrong, I'm not looking at it and going, that's a bad film. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, oh, sorry, nothing. I'm not entirely like a fantasy setting person. I'm more sci-fi, and mm. which is a weird thing to say because I also haven't watched the major sci-fi film. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you haven't. You haven't seen Star Wars. I've seen bits and pieces of Star Wars, but no, genuinely, a lot of my knowledge of Star Wars comes from memes. I mean, do you know June? Then June's a popular one. Uh, I haven't watched Dune either. That's giant sandworms, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is one of those weird things. I can mock you all day long for not consuming media, but, like, I also don't consume a lot of media. Uh, this is really... It's just, I tend to consume a lot of, like, meme media, and I watch a lot of TV shows. I don't watch a lot of films. Right. Because a film is an experience I have to sit down and watch, whereas a TV show I can have on in the background. Commitment, yeah. Because um, it's, yeah, it's, I'm like re-watching shows at the moment, and it's just like, I've watched, I watched two seasons in a day. So, it's, What? It, was, it wasn't quite, it was a season and a third, but that's still effectively a lot of TV. Yeah, Jesus. Um... Anyway, yeah. Um, back to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, I, I, I particularly like how how Frodo and Sam are kind of presented um, in the books as well. Because yeah, you, in the film, obviously Frodo gets the ring and he's carrying the ring, and he's 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 kind of a bit emo-ish. Um, and I think in the film, it's never really made clear that the, 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 the ring is actually kind of a a physical burden as well. Like, it actually affects you physically. I uh, mean, the what, film makes it quite clear that it affects you physically. Does it, though? Yeah, Gollum and whatnot. No, I mean, not, not like that. I mean, like, the weight. Like, a physical weight. Like Oh, as in... Ra- rather than... Uh, you know, extends your lifespan and all that stuff. Um, okay, I didn't, what, is it just, like, really heavy in effect? It's, well, it's uh, it's kind of like a poetic thing of, like, the closer it gets to its master, the the more, like, the pull and the the, the weight of it. Oh, like okay, in, in it's not like, sense. literally, it's just a very dense thing for a big, strong person. It's just a thing of, okay... I, yeah, yeah, kind of a bit of both. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because it does make it very clear in the book, and it because Frodo is very, he is kind of a little bit like a side character in the book, uh, in in Frodo and Sam's journey, um, and and Sam is definitely the hero. Like it's it's all about Sam, and it's it's really interesting. Uh, he's. Because I know in the film he's 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 portrayed as like the hero as well, uh, but in the book it's it's just doubly so. It's it's pretty much all about him. So the and, movie uh, tried and made it more of an equal billing, but the book was like, yeah. hey, look at Sam, he's kick ass. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, it's it's great, and it's 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 really it's really quite dark, um, and especially. As as you go from the start of the the trilogy, 
going forward. You know, like the mood, like how it shifts, and you know, because um, it's like in the in the first book or in one of the first books, uh, Tom Bombadil is there, and if you don't know Tom Bombadil, um, he's the guy with the rabbits, isn't he? Uh, the guy with the rabbits? No, hang on, I'm thinking of the wrong character entirely. I'm thinking of one of the other wizards. Uh, Tom Bombadil. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the name. Tom... I can't fly remember who it is. Sorry. Because mm. uh, Tom Bombadil is—he's not in the film, for for probably obvious reasons. Because it's it's a bit of a weird segue. Because they, they meet this, this this character, this oh he's he's like a hobbit, but he's also like a kind of like a a, a world spirit of sorts. Yeah, the the idea is that he's he's been there since. The, the dawn of time or something and he's he's just like one of these almost like a demigod i guess uh, although he, he 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 goes around as like this this little jolly hobbit um singing songs and <laughs> being merry and gay and i mean it, if you're a spirit from like the dawn of time what else are you gonna do true true um but yeah, this it goes from this to all the way when you're getting close to Mordor. It's just uh, like the encounter, the encounter with Shelob. Um, Shelob's the giant spider, right? The giant spider, yeah. But in the, the way, um, in the Lord of the Rings video games recently, she stops being a spider and starts being a sexy oh, woman. Yeah. He's like a sexy woman. What is with that? Yeah, I I don't know. I looked into it because someone brought it up in like I was watching a review of it, and someone brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, is there a reason for that?" And it's like, no. Yeah, I thought that was like a, there's some like deep lore about. <laughs> there does, as far as I'm aware, having gone through some Reddit posts, there is no deep lore to this. They just went, nah. <laughs> No, 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 spider, <laughs> sexy woman. There we go, done. It's well. I mean, I, I, I do kind of like it when people like interpret or reimagine stuff in ways. But, There's reimagining, yeah. and then they're just entirely rewriting because you're a bit yeah. horny. Yeah, it's like Cause... I'm gonna put this out there. I don't care who she is, a spider, a because. Shelob is just a, like is a giant spider, yeah, disgusting horror. spider. Yeah. yeah, is always going to be scarier than a woman, <laughs> than a human. Well, some woman. may debate with you. <laughs> what? Some may debate with you. Is it you? <laughs> no, is, is this this week's me. argument? Which is scarier, giant, spooky, terrifying spider, sexy woman? Vote now on our, on our straw poll. Um, we have a Patreon, so we'll put up a poll there. Put give us four pounds if you think it's a giant scary spider, and a thousand pounds if you think it's a sexy woman is scarier. Because clearly you have problems. There we uh, go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much it. That I, like uh, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. That's good. Um, he says in the tone of voice of someone who doesn't know what good is. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Smeagol is. Oh God, you just want to punch Smeagol in the teeth or Gollum. He'd probably bite you. 
Probably. It's like, ah, I'm going to punch it's... you in the fucking teeth. You bring your hand down here, his mouth opens, and suddenly your entire forearm's been bit off. Yeah. Uh, well, other than that, I mean, how are you... How, how are you coping with the, um, the whole isolation? Oh, not... How are we doing there? I, 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 I think my brain's done with the whole working stuff out gimmick now. Um, mm. So that's nice. However, I'm now on the... Well, what do I do now that my brain isn't just having an existential crisis every few seconds? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... I've 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 started sculpting again, so that's a thing. Oh, I saw I saw that um, that yeah, the Nurgle kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, that's, that's actually pretty good. I am, I am like, quite oh, proud of cool. it. It took way too long for what it is, but it's like I haven't done that work in a long time, and I'm like, it always does. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I think that's like, if I'd been working flat out, it would have been like a bit short. But I was also watching an entire season of a TV show. Uh, but I think that took me like six hours, but mostly because I spent about three hours of it doing the wrong thing. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the final product is everything. So. Yeah. Um, all I have to do now is keep it structurally sound for two weeks while I wait for materials to come in so I can cast it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the sweet end cast for. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of the. I, I, because I made that. I, I bought the materials, and then I made that, so I had something to use the materials with. Yeah. <laughs> um, as opposed to what I knew usually do, which is I grab a random thing and start messing with it. Um, yeah. Well, it's a good way of motivating yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> invest in something and then you have to do it. so yeah I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep doing that uh, I, I did like a tiny bit of like I am doing like a tiny bit of drawing but the thing is I'm significantly better at sculpting than I am at drawing and I'm really aggravated by that like why why am I aggravated or why am I better at sculpting than drawing no, why, why are you aggravated by that? Uh, I mean, just because one feels like it should be simpler than the other, but it's not. It's yeah, it's yeah. Because drawing is, in my opinion, a lot harder because not only is it replicating a thing, it's replicating it in then a different dimension. And it's, yeah, well, it's it's all about how your brain works. Yeah. Like, um, because my brain can go, okay, this thing is this. I can perfectly replicate it into this similar medium. Um, but some people yeah. can't work out the medium. So they do it in... A d I, I understand shapes in three dimensions, not in two. I can't convert over very well. Mm. Um... Yeah, it's just, uh, I think a lot of people are just like one or the other, because there's a lot of 3D artists who are like absolutely fantastic, but cannot draw for their lives. Yeah, dog cause... shit. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's one of those things, when I, uh, I, I can't, I can't draw people at all, but I can draw like, um, 
I'm not a fantastic background artist, but because backgrounds are static things, generally mm. speaking, and like inorganic, quite, yeah, inorganic forms, I'm quite okay at them. I'm not willing to toot my own horn on this one, just because my horn is shoddy and needs polishing. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to sculpting, I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm amazing. Um, um. I am an egotist. Um, Hell, if you're good at something, be proud of it. Yeah, it's... I I, I like sculpting because it's the one thing I can go, haha, I'm not naturally good at this. I just put in the effort. Because uh, yeah. I refuse to be proud of anything I'm naturally good at, like being tall. <laughs> I'll mock other people for being short, but I'm never like... Uh... I uh I've I get mocked. I'm like I have people be like, oh my god, like being tall isn't that big a deal. Stop it. I'm like I didn't say anything about being tall. I just stop it. Um, is that are people actually proud of that? What I, being tall? Being tall? Yeah. It's wow. Well, you 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 have fed better and also have good genes. Uh yeah, good genuinely job. that's the thing, and it's like I really don't like. Because here's the thing, I'm happy I'm this tall. It, like, gives me quite a few advantages in life. I, but I'm never proud of it. It's like, I didn't achieve this. The only thing that I can account for achieving this is the fact that I didn't die before this point. <laughs> it's like it's like people being proud of, I guess, their country or, like, an event that their country did. They had nothing to do with. Or... Something yeah, like it's one of so, those things. If it's like, I don't that. it's, I know, I know, there's so many people. Like, oh, I've known people who are like, oh no, we shouldn't let foreigners in because we won what like because they're from other countries that didn't join in, in like World War Two, and it's like, you didn't join in, in World War Two. Should you be allowed here? No, get out. Yeah. It's like you you couldn't take me in a fight, and I'm an ickle baby, like mentally. Um, like, sorry, I, I've mentioned this guy before, but the uh, in one of the previous podcasts, I mentioned someone who threw their BlackBerry at a wall to prove how rich they were. Oh yeah. Um, and this is one of the few fights I've actually won, uh, which was to say. With a broken blackberry, he tried getting in a fight with me by throwing the blackberry at me. And I managed to quite easily knock him to the ground without punching him. Which is not a thing I can normally do. It's like... Just waved your hand. Yeah, it's like, I just sort of grabbed him and just pushed him to the floor. And he was so sure he'd win this fight. He was like, throwing fists. And I was like... What? What happened there? Just confusion. Because, like, I'm... For anyone who doesn't know, I'm, like, six foot four, and at a distance, built like a tank, uh, a close-up, built like a Mr. Blobby. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am in both regards, quite scary. Um, but, yeah, no, it's like, I, I have lost almost every fight I've ever been in against this one guy who claimed that if he had been part of World War Two, they would have won a few years earlier. And it's like... <laughs> I kind of love that. He, 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 was very, he's very, he was very racist. And it's like... 
nah, 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 nah. like, don't. Uh, he, he was very against, like, foreigners being in the country, and I'm like, we know the sort. Yeah, thing. it's. Oh, I knew. I know. Sorry, this is this is one of my favorite things. I knew this uh, one one girl um, who I am saying girl, not woman, because we were quite young at the time. So she was very against having borders. She thought anyone should be allowed to live wherever they want. And I was like, okay, but no, no, we need borders for like reasons because there's like societal differences. It's so different places. It's like having more open borders, I'm like for. People should be allowed, I think people should be allowed to live kind of wherever they want. But I also think we should have different cultures. And I think if you got rid of borders, those different cultures would break down very quickly and just homogenize. Mm. And I don't think that's a great idea. Um, and also, there are other like reasons to not get rid of borders that a lot of people are like just completely ignore um but basically her argument broke down to yeah i don't think there should be borders but i don't think foreigners should be allowed to live near me and i'm like (laughs) what (laughs) do you not understand that if there were no borders there wouldn't be foreigners they'd they'd be living near you because you'd be the same people Hope like you same group of and it's like that's so racist. You cannot like because that's not even like differences of country. You just don't want someone who has a different skin colour to you living near you. It's it's very silly, very so blind and so silly and so racist. It's Oh god, I can't like you can't you can't make sense of stupidity like that. Yeah, so it's no oh no, no it's absolutely not. That's what the point at which I stopped arguing with them because I was like, ah, okay, you're not how ha- you're not like arguing a point. You're just very dumb. Yeah. Um, and there are so many arguments like that. It's there is um the o- the only uh, way to win is to not take part. I've sort of had to start learning this lesson because it's like <laughs> the number of times I've been called a racist by someone who is arguing that black people shouldn't be allowed in the country is so many. It's... Um, I, 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 I know someone who's very against the French and he's like, the French shouldn't be part of Europe. And it's like, why not? And they were like, because they attacked, because they attacked England. And it's like... <laughs> What? <laughs> what is wrong with? I don't know. This uh, this guy this guy's onto something. And I was like, because this was this was like in university, and it's like, why? What? Like France hasn't attacked us since before World War One, like by a significant. I think like. 1830s was the last time we got attacked by France. And even then, I think it was... I don't know. Was it? I can't. I have no idea. I'm not that good with history. I'm not either. I don't know when World War II started or finished. Um... (laughs) Still going on. (sighs) Maybe. Um... (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry. On, on the note of, sorry. Um, oh, sorry. Actually, I'm going to clarify something there. Um, 
I have trouble with dates, so I can't remember any numbers from history. Is basically my issue. Um, it's not an issue, but I don't care. I genuinely just can't do yeah. numbers. Um, but uh, what was it? Um, sorry, this is an entirely different tangent. Are you okay moving off of? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, has everyone heard the good news about everyone's favourite career? Oh, the North one? Yeah, the North one. Uh, Kim Jong-un oh, is yes. apparently still alive. Was he dead? Uh, no, no, he was just... Miss like, no one had seen him for a bit. He had apparently been taken into hospital. Um, mm. And apparently there had been a heart surgery that, according to num- some news outlets, I believe The Sun, um, the heart <sighs> thing, the heart operation had been botched and he'd died. Um... I, I he's back. yeah, but now he's back. <laughs> so I'm good. good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. Well, the thing is, I'm happy because it's like, man, there's a certain number of weird things that were going to happen over this year that I was like, nope, this is too many terrible, terrible things. Um, and as much as Kim Jong Un isn't like a good person, the chaos that would ensue from uh, North Korea losing its leadership like that with no heirs would be phenomenally high and would probably need lead to another war which depending I mean, how much how much is it the leadership how much is it kim jong um as far as i'm aware like i i like i don't know that much about north korea so i'm not i don't want to like speculate yeah. um but there seems to be a lot put on the fact that like it's the family that matters um mm. and the thing is kim jong un has no heirs so he needs to get on that what's he doing uh eating well he needs to find a date nah man that's a fruit he ain't gonna eat that shit <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay uh Okay. He's 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 all alone. He's so lonely. No brain. That's don't don't just do the one line from the song. That's racist. <laughs> God, oh, Team America. I, I loved that movie. That's so, it was it movie. was a good movie, but like, man, uh ah, oh. it was called Team America, wasn't it? Team yeah. America, World well, Police. Yeah. Um, there is there was a Call of Duty game like released a few years ago, where so so Team America was like sorry I, I know you know uh, but it was like a parody of like how America takes over this role of being like the world police that they believe they have the mm. right to police basically everywhere, um, and this was a parody it was like a com- like a comedy on it. Anyway, a few years ago, a uh like one of these big shooty games whatever it was um i think it was like it was a triple a title and like quite a big one i think one of the characters one of his things he says is like i think it's like in a like they're reading out a dossier at the early part of the game it's like firmly believes in america's role as the world police and it's like <laughs> what's a joke um and it's like, oh, I'm just like, I'm in love with the fact that someone there 
genuinely does because this character isn't like played for a laugh. He's very serious. It's like he it's like he's supposed to actually believe this and it's like you have written a bad character, games company. It's man, it's like uh I don't I don't want America to be world police. Their chief of police is an idiot. Um, in this case, uh, when I say ch- their chief of police, I do mean the president of True. Um, the Central <laughs> America. Um, Cent- no, not Central America. That's wrong. No. Yeah, but I don't want to call uh, the United States uh, North America because I like the idea of North America just being Canada. Uh, but because Mexico is also North America, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but a yeah. lot of the US calls it Central America. Yeah, I always got confused by that. Uh, it's because America is racist and racism is hard to understand. USA, USA. Yeah, except there's more than one USA, which I think is funny. Um, there is. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So I, as far as far from where there is more than one United States of America. Because there is a set of United States in South America. Um, I don't. Oh. Yeah. So it is. Oh, I see what you mean. So it's still the United States of America. It's just the United States of South America, not the United States of North America. Um, mm. But there's also like United States of countries that start with an A. Um, the one I always remember, although it's wrong, is the United States of Argentina. Or, but that's because I once read a comic in which there was a war in Argentina and they split up and then rejoined. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's just a very <laughs> silly comic. Um, but it's because it's very. As far as I remember it, the premise was basically: what if Argentina was a world power? was like a superpower, and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the comic very well. It was like a decade ago. I, I know nothing about Argentina. I, I, I don't either. Um, I'm aware they have some amount of crime, but that describes everywhere imagine, on Earth, yeah. um, including the sea. Uh, oh, yeah, those those whales are so shifty. Man, I you haven't you have seen a penguin? Yeah. What 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 are they wearing masks for? Eh? What what are they getting up to? I mean, I'm not I'm not being racist. <laughs> <laughs> they are a different race. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> they look shifty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I've been watching like a few video, like uh, I mean, not like like anything compulsively it's just they come up and i watch them of just like penguins being eaten like not graphically just like how every single thing in the sea looks at a penguin and goes yum (laughs) it's like here's a whale slamming into an ice sheet to break it off this get separate this one penguin from the rest of its group Oh, it's like yeah. here's these seventeen orcas swimming together to knock a penguin off of an ice sheet. Um, here's this seal that's just jumped a solid hundred feet in the air to dive bomber penguin. 
it's I, yeah i mean if you, when you see him like in, in the nesting grounds there's there's so many i'm not surprised there are like, they are the pigeons of the north <laughs> the pigeons of the or south oh are they south pole or north pole yeah, uh, they're only on the southern continent. Oh, okay. Um, I, I learned this because I've been re- I've been doing penguins. Oh, weird. Uh, how's that going? Yeah. Uh, for, well, I've I've only done the little penguin because yeah. I've I've been doing uh, kind of like Aus- Australian or Australasian birds at the minute. But the little penguin, it's just like a little a little blue penguin. Uh, it's adorable. No. Oh. Um. I, I do like I do like the look of penguins, but I do think it's very funny that they can't fly. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind so of mean, dumber. but like it's, birds that don't fly make me just like so happy that something is a bigger failure than I am. It's like oh, you evolved. What, what about ostrich? You call it an ostrich a failure? You call it a kiwi a failure? Well, you can call kiwi a failure to be <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I could punt a kiwi halfway across the planet. <laughs> it's a kiwi. Um, no, no. Dude, I, I didn't realise how big kiwis could be. They're like three foot tall, aren't they? They. Oh, maybe not that tall. <laughs> aren't they? Three foot. Wait, hang on. Are we talking about like the bird or the fruit? The, the bird. Yeah, the bird gets like. There, there's one kiwi that is quite small, and there's one that's pretty big, but not three foot. Hang on, are there different species oh. of kiwi? Oh wait, maybe it is three foot. I don't know how big three foot. Yeah, there's like seven, six or seven. Uh, hang on. Uh, oh, okay. Was it? There's the South Island kiwi, North Island kiwi. Is it the kiwi? Is it one of the kiwi birds that has like an egg that is larger than the bird itself? That is just the kiwis, yeah. Oh, <laughs> larger than the bird itself. Um, it's 20, 20% of their body mass or body weight. A huge egg, yeah. Okay, well this one's very much implying that an ostrich is a kiwi and I don't agree with that, so... um. That requires further research. Okay, okay, no, no. Uh, a a ki- kiwi is a flightless bird, size as a chicken. It has twenty inches in height and up to two point two zero pounds. Females are bigger than males. Kiwi has a unique, unique type of brown greyish feathers that look like hair, which hides vestigial wings that end with cat-like claws. Terrifying. Yeah, even more terrifying. I learned about uh, what was it the. Jamaican, uh, something Jamaican ibis. Ibis or... feathered dumpster think... wing rats. <laughs> yeah, they, they're ibis. Chicken. They're the worst bird. Bin bin chicken. Bin chicken. I love that song. Yeah. It's uh, oh, just so terrible looking. I hate them. Uh, ah, they're, 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 they're nice they're good, they're good looking birds Marcus we know your dating history we know <laughs> you go for odd looking birds well it's, it's funny because you've got sorry sorry I want to say this um, uh, of my knowledge of people Marcus has dated none of them have looked that weird I'm not meaning to be sexist <laughs> it not was like just a, a funny joke <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, funny joke. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's 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 funny though because yeah, you've got you've got the the uh, Australian white ibis and the African sacred ibis, um, which has obviously it's kind of like a well, it's got a sacred air to it, but they look essentially exactly the same. But it's just yeah. Um, yeah, I'm because I, I I'm only I'm only aware of the uh, bin chicken ibis, um, <laughs> but like I I do I am so glad that the uh, flying rats we have are pigeons, which are to be fair quite pretty in their own way. Yeah. Um, like whereas the ibis looks like. Um, a sleep. Par- I think they look pretty. This, no, and uh, like the bin chicken ibis looks like a sleep paralysis demon. Uh, <laughs> Just the the black hood. Like it? I can fully imagine, like trying to wake up, realizing I can't, and then just at the foot of my bed, <laughs> walking up my legs, is a bin chicken ibis. Just like they're just like slowly moving towards me, and that is the scariest thing I can imagine. <laughs> uh, it's it's like a cross between a vulture and a I don't know a magpie. No, no, magpie. it's it's a cross. <laughs> it it looks like a cross between a vulture that's decided to be way too small, uh, a pigeon that's found a bendy straw, and a sack of. Rubbish. I'm trying not to. Oh, we can say, we can say it. Don't worry, Walsh. We can say it. Marcus, don't say things. Last time we, last time you said. No, I'm not saying those things. Don't say those things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I hate the ibis. Um, I, I think uh, they're a bad bird, and <laughs> they're a bad bird. <laughs> Look, okay, I, I know I know nature abhors a vacuum and everything will live to fit whatever niche exists. Mm. But like, did you have to nature? Did you really have to be that autistic and fill every <laughs> possible option? It's you could have just let it not. Like what It's it's funny because uh, a lot of people consider them oh, they're considered like a, a threatened species as well. Good! <laughs> like the only way I want that species to stop being threatened is when it gets labelled extinct. <laughs> Such unbridled hatred. Yeah, sorry, I am realising. I I, I, I I actually don't hate them that much. It's just fun <laughs> to pretend that I do. But like, honestly, come Good on, dear. nature, make them prettier. Give them like some bright colours. Why not? Um. <laughs> Cause, sorry, because uh, the thing in my head I'm remembering is just uh, there's, um, I I heard a story once. It was like there's someone who is very strongly against the continued existence of pandas because they've just like failed Darwin's evolutionary yeah. test, and it's like to be fair, they didn't fail. Humans just suck. Um, uh, oh, what was it? It's like they they take a lot of valuable. Uh, like funding away from other more um, perhaps deserving or successful projects because yeah because I mean, th- there's there's no real chance of the, the panda kind of like 
coming back. Yeah, it's like full force. The because the evolutionary dead end isn't necessarily to do with humans. It's to do with the fact that pandas found a niche, and that niche has nowhere to continue into. It's mm. like it's just done as far as I'm aware, and it's like yeah, humans destroyed what was keeping you alive, but eventually something would have and there's no way you would have survived it pandas is kind of the thing as far as i understand it but it's like they could have had like a thousand more years but no no mm. it's um also i just don't think pandas are that cool if i'm being honest uh, i mean, i think they're cool but yeah i mean I like a panda as much as an Look, one. okay, here's the thing, though. They spent, like, millions of pounds trying to get, like, pandas to fuck. And it's like, oh, yeah. if it's that difficult to get two things to fuck, just give up. <laughs> they're not yeah. worth it. Like, it's like they're clearly attempting species suicide. <laughs> it's just they're going the long way round. It's like, come on, give it, like, just... <sighs> God... They tried Panda Viagra. Is that even? <laughs> yes. This this is this is a thing. They've um given them drugs to try and get them in the mood, and it hasn't worked. Like <laughs> I am sure there's just one man, just like in a lab coat, just sitting there, like drinking tea mixed with Red Bull, just going, mm, Panda Viagra. Mm, what if we put on sexy music? Mm. Just <laughs> frantically, his life's work <laughs> is okay. to get pandas to fuck. This isn't working. What if we um panda lingerie? <laughs> it's like, sorry, you're saying panda theme lingerie is like a fundraising? No, <laughs> we put the lady panda in a sexy outfit. Oh, like, mm, scratch this idea. Both of them. Both of them in sexy outfits. Um, so I think I think one of the things was they were like, man, maybe they're just like not comfortable with each other, so they got like sweat off of the pandas and then rubbed it into the other panda in the enclosure, so they would, so the other panda would smell like themselves. I think they got in a fight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not going well for the panda it, it's it? not going well for the panda the scientists the zoo the funding anything at all and it's just like mm. just like looking at it, it's like um it's like eventually goes oh, i think i've worked out what the problem is like cup of tea rattling in the saucer only one of them is a panda the other is a large dog with spray painted black and white <laughs> Why did no one tell me about this? Oh god, there's a there's a zoo in China that's just all like, oh, how do we clean the panda oh, enclosure? Yeah. I know, let's dress like pandas. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they did. Do yeah, that, didn't and they? I always thought that was just like a marketing gimmick, but no, it was an actual thing. It was like to try and get them to, like, the, to try and stop the pandas being used to. Oh my god, uh, one there's an aquarium asking people to FaceTime eels. Anyway. Um, panda. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want pandas getting too used to people. Uh, one, there's an aquarium in I think it's like Lisbon Aquarium. Um, the eels have started hiding when the um, 
uh, people who run the aquarium walk by because they've, they're they not used to people anymore. So they're asking people to FaceTime the eel so the eels don't stop being used to people. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, man, technology. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What will it do next? Oh, man, I don't know. Probably like... Take over the world. Uh, binoculars for starfish. Um... But- would would that be a a, a monocular? Monocular? Is that what you... I don't know if starfish Telescope? have eyes. Me, me neither. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna look this up. Talk while I look it up. Do uh, audience, do you think that starfish have eyes? Vote now Call on our now. Patreon. Yeah, I, I'm reckoning they have four eyes. That's my guess. Uh, you are wrong. Damn. Um, according to a very brief Google search, while it may not look like starfish have eyes, they do, although they are not like... Hang on. <clears throat> while it may not look like starfish have eyes, they do. They do. Although they are not like our eyes, a starfish has eye spots that cannot see much in the way of details but can detect light and dark. These eye spots are at the tip of each of the starfish's arms. Oh, so they're just like photosensitive. Yeah, they're just photosensitive receptors. Which, to be fair, is just what our eyes are, but more complicated. Um, It's... Man, science is wild. Um, I I like science as well. Yeah. Um, well, um, I've I've exhausted everything. There really. is there is a there is a tiny segment I want to do at the end, which is purely just mm-hmm. the fact that we're doing a podcast and you know nothing about podcasts. So yeah, okay. So um, as a heads up, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, Luckily. but they tend to be like from I can hear a car out or a bike. I don't know, um, but it's like it's from the same three groups for most of them. Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to ask Marcus questions about podcasts and see if he can answer any of them. Uh, I don't okay. think you can. Um, these are going to be fairly simple. Okay. In the popular podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, can you name any of the hosts? I was about to say three, but then I remembered you might not be able to answer even one of these, so... Uh, Derek? No. Anthony? No. And uh, Mortimer. No. And I can tell you what the podcast is about. What's the podcast about? Uh, it's about a uh, adopted uh, child who uh, gets adopted into a family. And this family has two siblings, two brothers. So it is naturally my brother, my brother and me. Okay. And uh, it's it's all about their shenanigans Um trying to uh you know make it in the world uh, and survive in uh you know southeast asia indonesia i'm like nipes in there i really 
really want to do a podcast that's just called My Brother and My Brother and My Brother and Me Redux, which is just trying to pull off that idea. <laughs> because it's it's not that close. In fact, it's it's like... There's brothers there. Yeah, but you said they were yeah. adopted. No, there, there was one adopted. Oh, the other how, two, how many? How make. many brothers are okay? So they're all brothers. Okay, but one is outside the family. Yeah. Okay. Black sheep, and and they both tease him, but really, but really, they all love each other, and it's it's actually kind of like a really wholesome podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should watch there, it. There we go. That last bit is pretty close. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, Next one. Um. Okay. Uh, this one, I. Okay. So, this is going to be two questions that welcome from Nightvale. The second one is going to be what's the podcast about? But the first one is this. Uh, in the podcast, welcome to Nightvale. What isn't in the dog park? What isn't in the dog park? Yes. Oh, a dog. Here we go. You are correct. We're flipping it on its head. (laughs) (laughs) From what I've listened to of Welcome to Night Vale, which I stopped listening to, like listening to a lot, there are no dogs in the dog park. Do not go into the dog park. The dog park is closed. It's haunted. Uh, no, it's not haunted. Don't think about the dog park. Uh, well, I'm thinking about the dog park right now. Stop thinking about the dog Is park. You're not allowed to. The sheriff's secret police will get you. Um, oh, shit. Anyway, welcome to Night Vale. What's it about? Uh, welcome to Night Vale. Uh, well, there is a dog, a dog park, obviously, but there is no dog. Uh, that's because the dog has gone away off on an adventure. He's a talking dog, you know. Uh, it's it, it's kind of like a fun. It's it's a it's a fun podcast about a talking dog. Uh, it has nothing to do with Night Vale. Night Vale was left behind long ago. Uh, it's it's like fourth season now, uh, and they're they're in a place called uh, uh, Dingledon, Dingledon Town, um, and it's 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 nice because it brings it back to the first season where there was a dog park. And now they've they've come full circle, and the dog is actually in the dog park now. And it's it's a really wholesome podcast, actually, and you should watch it. Okay, okay, um, yeah, nowhere near, but <laughs> that one that one was so much further away from being correct than the last time. Damn. Um. Okay, which, uh, okay, Matt, I'm going to do one more of these and I'm going to save some for next podcast. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's go with my favourite podcast here. Um, this one I am just going to ask you to give me the context. Or like, mm-hmm. what is the you know general plot? What's it about? The Magnus Archives... Um, see, uh, Magnus was, uh, in the, in the 18th century, he was an old, uh, lord or, or duke 
can't remember specifically. Um, but he was uh, a very devout like librarian and, and collector of old books and knowledge, and he had obviously it's, it's it's about his archives and he built these archives and they're just so big and got so many books and a lot of people got lost in them and it's about one of these people who who got lost in these in, in this, this this archive and the archive actually has kind of like MC Escher vibes to it uh, it, it's it's kind of like a, if if anyone knows uh, SCP, it's kind of like one of them. Um, like you, you go in and it's just it's just a whole other world. Um, and yeah, essentially it's a, it, it's about him trying to find a, a book for a Moroccan stew. <laughs> he doesn't find it in the end. However, it is a pretty wholesome podcast, and you should go watch it. Sorry, sorry. At the start there, I was like, "Oh, okay." He has actually like listened to me talk about this podcast or looked it up, <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay." No, he hasn't. How much do you actually know about the Magnus Archives? Is it nothing? Nothing. Wait, was that was that correct? Slightly? Oh, you were like really close. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay, because the guy who starts the archives is called Magnus. Um, it does get a bit MC Escher at points. Um, and there there is just like a lot of people getting lost in books. Oh, you were shockingly close. Wow. Um, that's kind of scary. I don't know. When I just picture Magnus, I think of, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because as far as I'm aware, Magnus is... Because there is a, I don't know. I I like because I do imagine anyone called Magnus as having lived in the 18th century, um, or like a supervillain. Yeah, I I I like him like a Victorian era. I don't wait. When was Victorian era? Was that no Victorian? Anyway, that was 1800s. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, 1800s supervillain of just sort of like ha 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 ha. I will crush the poor under my feet. Smush. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, no, and then like if you misspell wholesome, um, the f- first season can be argued to be quite wholesome. Um, Mole how? No, no, the first Wait. season has a lot of holes. Uh, oh, holes like actual physical actual holes, f- like mole holes. Uh, not quite moles, but oh. yes. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's like, I was like, okay, he's just going to go with like, like, I mean, I guess it's, it's reasonable that you sort of guessed a lot of that from the title, but like, it's like, okay, it's not going to be called the Magnus Archives and then nothing to do with archives, but, um, Uh, what can I say? I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just in touch. I'm just in touch. I'm tu- I'm in touch with so much media. I just pulled that. Listen from my vast store of knowledge. Listen to a podcast, Marcus. 
I have. I've listened to Critical Critical Role. That's not really a. That's a video series that became. Oh, is it? Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. I guess. I've always just listened to it. Yeah, it's a uh, fair enough. Um, like, sorry, I'm just going through. Like, I'm like, okay, like, there's our stupid podcast that's on my podcast feed. Um, and then, like, three copies of this other podcast I don't listen to anymore. Um, I'm like, what actually? Man, listen to The Adventure Zone. The Adventure Zone is great. It's... Give me a quick rundown. Uh, okay, The Adventure Zone. The uh, first series of The Adventure Zone was a Dungeons & Dragons 5e campaign. That was a spin-off of, of a one-shot done by the McElroys of uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me. Uh, and for the first few episodes, it follows along the story of uh, Lost Minds of Fandel- Fandelver, um, mm. featuring Gundren Rockseeker. Uh, it features a wizard named Taco, a cleric of some god called Merle, and another guy with... Uh, I've forgotten his name. I'm bad of names. Um, but a guy of an axe. Um, and yeah, it's just a continuation of that, but it's done really interestingly. Um, it's quite an original... As far as I'm aware, it's quite an original idea for like a Dungeons & Dragons campaign, although they do not stick to the rules very much. Because um, at one point, someone goes summon Steed, which is normally a horse, and it takes about a minute, but... I think he does it during a car chase, and it's a unicorn with wings. Okay. Anyway, I think it's great, uh, and it's a lot better than I just suggested it was. Yeah, yeah um, sure it because is. as much as a lot of it's played for jokes, it is. Uh, it's interesting. All right, I will. I will That's your that. homework. Sure, I'm for this podcast. I want you to listen to at least one episode of the Adventure Zone. All right, I that's will. that's my thing to you. Um, What's my thing to you? Um, model something else out of clay. What do you think I do while do you... you're talking, Marcus? Um, sit. Patiently and listen. No, <laughs> I do. Are you actually? I'm rolling? not. No, <laughs> I have been sitting here patiently. <laughs> I was like, that would be impressive. I'm, I'm way too loud when I'm modelling. Uh, I have like a little hammer. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just like murmuring to yourself. <laughs> I do murmur. I do murmur uh, to myself, but uh, no. In this case, very much a um. Like I, I, I'm not that like, but I'm not quiet because I tend to like catch my finger on the sculpting tools and mess up. Uh, I'm not, I'm not great at things. Oh, I, I, <laughs> this is like a funny thing. I, I told, I told Jake about this, but I, I, I realized, and I've realized for a while, but I never thought it was strange until recently that sometimes when I'm sleeping. I kind of like do a velociraptor click, <laughs> or like the grudge. You know when they go like. Uh... Marcus, you do that while you're awake. 
Oh, oh maybe I do. Mm. Uh. <laughs> oh, that. Uh. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't myself do it. <laughs> One time I was like, Marcus, this is weird. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, this? how did you catch yourself doing it while asleep? Uh, I, well, I could, I could, you know me. I'm, I'm a very light. Speaker, oh, okay. So it's like, oh no, someone's talking in this room. Oh, it's me. I'm sleep talking. <laughs> uh, um. But anyway, I, I, I'll do my, my, my last segment, like the artist segment. All oh, right, yeah. I've got the last. Uh, we'll say uh, a, a guy called Benjamin Bardou. Or Bardot. Uh, French name. Oh, uh, then they are uh, clearly not an important artist. That's a joke. Because uh, uh, they, they, yeah, he, he too attacked England. <laughs> Did he? No. Oh. I don't know. He's an artist and he's, he's French. French. He might have attacked oh. England. Probably, yeah. If if not, he will do in the future. It is a certainty. Um, yeah, he's he's basically. Uh, I, I I don't really know how to describe his work. It's it's kind of uh, machine learning art. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Um, it looks like the photos aren't uh, loading properly on my phone, but that is what machine learning art looks like. Yeah, it's like corrupted. Uh, corrupted oil paintings. That's that's the best I can say. But I, I would recommend. It's like Thanos, instead of snapping out of existence half for humanity, he just snapped out of existence half of the pigment. <laughs> just half of the pixels of the world. Just yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, this is this. I like this. This is this is a good artist. Oh, wow. I, I'm surprised you actually like it. I no, it's like I, I I like most artists. I just, there's art I don't like, which I think is like lazy concept, uh, like no, not conceptual. Oh, like a um, like modern, I, contemporary. Uh, I think so because like quite a lot of it I like, but it's like some of it is just sort of like here's nine bricks stacked up, and it's like. What does it mean? Like, no, no, you put no effort into that. That is so horribly lazy. Did you make the bricks? No, you bought them from a B and Q. What do they represent? Nothing. Yeah. You just want the audience to interpret it. You've done nothing here. You have taken trash and you have sold it for money. You are scum. Yeah. I hate you. I a lot of a lot of contemporary art like that. I'm like, I I can see where you're coming from and what you're trying no, to Marcus, say. No, Marcus, don't go down that route. That's just letting them trick you into bullshit. <laughs> it is all right, all right. But uh, yeah, a um, lot of them. I'm like, yeah, it's it's just kind of shit. Because it's there's one that I always for a long time thought was bullshit, and then it was like, actually, I can sort of see where they went with that. And it's like, while I don't necessarily. And um, because it was like the bed one, it was just like it was a bed in a gallery. But I, I thought it was just like oh, she just bought like a bed and a mattress and uh, like a duvet and put it over it. But the duvet, yeah. she made the duvet, and I'm like, 
and like it's quite an interesting design for the duvet and i'm like okay this wasn't a case of this was modern art this is art that you made and then made modern to make it sell in the current mm. era um oh, right. like i don't know if that's necessarily what the plan was or if she was just sort of like i'm gonna make modern art um but i i'm like yeah no no i get that you've like you have actually made something here not just put a thing Attached in touched a meaning yeah it's like you've you've done something here you've transformed one thing into a very different other thing that's fine my problem will always be with nine bricks in a stack yeah. um i guess it it, it could also come to like what what do you call art? I that's, that's like a whole. Uh, no, I like this question of what isn't isn't art isn't complicated. It's very easy. It was a thing transformed here. Did someone put in effort? Did they want it to be art? Yes, great. It's art. Um, I can't put. I can't point at my table and go, "This is art," because there was no intention for this to be art. But if I draw a face on it that's now art uh because mm. i it's not like this it's a stupid stupid question of what is art because it gets into like oh how are humans like dictating what a thing is and art isn't a thing it's like okay like you can dictate what modern art is but it's too broad a question it's like saying yeah. are all people bad the answer is that's a stupid question because it's like well no clearly not but you also can't argue that everyone's good so it's yeah. like, mm, go away, stop it, ask a better question. Um, it's like, it's, it's one thing that always baffles me is, like, creativity in humans. Like, why why are humans creative? Like, does that just not come with intelligence? Marcus, I fucking hate you. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to get into a massive no, discussion okay. again. No, no. Okay, here's why humans are creative. Because it makes us very adaptable. Is the absolute basis adaptable. of it. Okay, let's say humans weren't creative. We were just this physical form that we are now. A tiger runs at us. A non-creative thing goes, that's a tiger. Run exactly away from the tiger. Uh. That dies. The creative part of our brain goes, oh shit, rock on the floor. Throw it at the tiger. Right. Because of that, we might survive the tiger. Um, Interesting. But also it's a thing of like, okay, we keep slamming our hand into this rock to break rock. Our hands are breaking first. Um, a lot of species yeah. can afford to do that because they reproduce so rapidly that that's fine. Humans can't. We don't reproduce fast enough. So what we have to do is we have to build a hammer. To build a hammer, you need creativity. Yeah. Um... It's the question, like, why are humans crave isn't a difficult question. It's because it's a survival mechanic. Generally speaking, whenever a thing comes up, it's a survival or reproduction mechanic. Because um, even art, it's just like, why am I doing this? It's like to reproduce. It's like, okay, but like, no one's attracted to this. It's like, well, no, no, I'm not trying. Like, because, and this is this is where I start getting into like stupid like esoteric nonsense but it's are humans post-human 
Um, do we care? Okay, because a mouse isn't doing anything other than trying to get its mousy genetics continued. It's mm-hmm. just like, I want there to be more mice. That is a mouse's base instinct. That is almost every animal's... A singular purpose. Yeah, everything yeah. exists for a singular purpose. Um, and that uh, basically that singular purpose is reproduce. That is the point of all life. Um, yeah. But are humans sufficiently far ahead that we're now okay with the concept that reproducing doesn't mean creating more humans, it means creating something that lasts beyond us and then that thing can go on to create Mm -hmm. more. Because you have artists who are like, I want to create this piece of art and I want it to inspire others to create art. Is that reproduction? Because that isn't you having a child and that child then having another child, that is you making a painting and that painting creating another painting and that is how your legacy continues on. Oh, I, li- I like so, that. I really yeah, like so that. So here's the thing. Nothing else does that. And the thing is, a lot of artists will still have children. But is it a case of we've evolved beyond the need of... Because, we're, because the big thing with this is getting into artificial intelligence. Mm. Are we going to be okay as a species going... Okay, we've had our fun. We've had like we've had a good long run now. Time to hand this off to robots. Because yeah. obviously not everyone will be, but some like I don't think it's impossible that someone goes, "You know what? I don't want to bring a child into this world that will suffer and die because they don't have enough oxygen to breathe because the environment's buggered. I'm yeah. going to have a tiny robot baby and it will learn and grow and adapt and evolve as a human baby would." Um, it will just need to like add parts to its body instead of naturally forming them. Um, mm. And so, to be fair, that's a less societally interesting question than is a painting a baby? Um, <laughs> but it's a thing of I I think it's interesting, and it's a thing that no other species does because no other species has gone. Oh look, a rock! Let's make it a baby, and let's hope it reproduces. Um, because we're yeah. the first species that we know of to reach that state. Um, it's a really interesting thing. Yeah, I, I really like yeah. it. It's like, um, because it's because you have uh, like there are plenty of people out there who will never have children, but their legacy is like set in stone. What they've done for the future is absolute. You've got people who like invented like nuclear en- like came up with nuclear energy of course. and that stuff isn't they ever going on. to go away and it's like is that your like because it's not your genetics but it is your mind your mind has yeah. survived into almost an indefinite period of time because you created this thing um and i just think that's yeah like because if I have a child, that child's going to be a fuck-up. But <laughs> it's like... If Not I... necessarily. Dude, it's me. I'm going to drop it Could on its head. Um, I I think you'd be a good dad. I, if, I, if I could not kill the child in the first two years, I would, yeah. Um, but it's those first <laughs> two years. Uh... <laughs> I think everyone feels like that. Yeah, but you've met me. <laughs> it's like... I'd, I'd be... Yeah. Um... 
No, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm far too lazy. Um, God, it's I don't I don't like the fact that occasionally people have just been like, well, out of fucking nowhere, go, oh yeah, Jack would be a good dad or Jack would be a bad dad. I don't like the fact that that's how people think of me as a person. <laughs> it's like, God, there's a very high chance I'm never going to be a parent. <laughs> Um, no, but it's like, like, sorry, it's just like, I've never had a really weird thought of like an artist being like, I've made this painting, I'm really proud of it. I've sent it to primary school. Like, oh, is this like modern art? No, I'm just really proud of this <laughs> painting. It's like my child. I want it to learn phonetics uh, and maths. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess that is like robotics in a way. Uh, creating something and giving yeah, it a mind of its own, like machine learning. Oh, there we go. I, I, am. It's. Uh, I have. Yeah, I, I'm. The future is gonna be real weird. Cause it's it like, is. Oh man, the ethics of having a child—that's like a really big one at the moment. I hate that. Um. Because it's like, is it? Are, are you essentially just, like, creating something to feel pain and suffering? It's like, what? I mean, yeah, so is everyone else. It's like, well, no, no, but you're, like, bringing them into an apocalyptic hellscape is what you're doing. It's like, what do you mean? It's not an apocalyptic... Yeah, but give it 20 years. Um, <sighs> uh, I guess. Well, okay, sorry. But, right, so, yeah. Do you want to end it there? Or No, I was, I was just thinking about Apocalyptic health state escapes. Oh, we'll we'll be all right for another. Uh, yeah, thirty or forty years. <laughs> yeah, it's like at this point, it's just like a race of what kills me first: the apocalypse or a heart attack. Maybe both. <laughs> um, are you on Twitter? Or uh, am I on Twitter? Okay. No. Um, there's been some discourse on Twitter recently about. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to talk about this at the end of the Lord of the Rings bit earlier, but. Uh, Oh, no, um, essentially, the portrayal of orcs in Dungeons and Dragons, and in the portrayal, no, the, the portrayal, oh, portrayal. of okay. like orcs as being these bloodthirsty, murdering, pig-faced demons, and essentially, mm. is that racist or not? <laughs> like, and the thing is, so. Um, basically, some what I saw someone being was like, "Man, it really annoys me that people want these ugly pig-faced demon murderers to be anything other than ugly demon pig-faced murderers." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, well, I guess like for Lord of the Rings, being anything other than ugly pig-faced murderers would be a bit weird if you're doing a Lord of the Rings setting because it's a set setting." Mm-hmm. And the person was like, "No, orcs must always be this way." And I'm like, "Oh God, that's a bit." That's a bit weird. And then they basically told everyone who wanted orcs to be any other way. So even like orcs taking part in like um, human society, um, that, yeah. that that Dungeons and Dragons is the wrong game for them, and that this fight has been going on for a while and has now devolved back into the are orcs a oh what is it? Do orcs represent in the fantasy setting black people? Um, and the thing is, the answer is no. Uh, even when Tolkien wrote the orcs, they weren't. 
they're still arguably racist in uh, Tolkien's um, thing, but I think Tolkien even acknowledges in an uh, interview that uh, they were kind of meant to be. Uh, the orcs in it are like the British view of the racist British view of the Mongol hordes. Was uh-huh. I think was the don't quote me on that, um, but was the thing of it. So orcs have never represented black people, but I don't know if you've I don't know how much of this you've seen, but it's people being like, well, orcs are these invading, strong, stupid, aggressive species. So clearly, it's supposed to represent black people. So running orcs like that is racist, and it's like we never said anything about. <laughs> You've just implied (laughs) that you think black people are like strong, stupid, aggressive, like invading horde. We never said that. (laughs) We specifically said that we don't think orcs are like a localized thing of, um, like, uh, not uh, 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 the orcs aren't a standing for black people in a fantasy setting. And they're like. Yeah. No, I, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm just saying that you're racist because that's what you think. And it's like, well, that's not what we think. That's what you think. You're the one who came up with that idea. It's what is if you're equating black people and orcs, you're the racist. Stop it. Um, yeah, that's just creating something. Out of yeah, nothing, I just really. I like because it's like is like Lord of the Rings isn't like completely PC because it was in a different era but it's not like bad I mean I can't I, I haven't come across any kind of like racism or uh, I, as sketchy. far as I'm aware there isn't a lot it's like it's very minor things of just sort of like as far as I'm aware there's nothing like that's outright bad bad it's just sort of like there's clearly some parallels that are a bit sketch um but it's not 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 so lovecraft. it's it's not it's not lovecraftian no um although i am still uh very much on the fence that lovecraft was uh sorry okay not on the fence i'm very much just sort of like trying to paint the fence a different color because i'm reasonably sure the fence shouldn't say the racist line fence um, because I genuinely don't think H.P. Lovecraft can be deemed racist because racism is okay. So if we agree with the definition of racism is hating another group of people based on skin color or place of birth, was he just utterly insane? No, no. Um, we've got to separate hate and fear here, which is to say he didn't hate these people; he was afraid of them. Like, what would you call it then? Xenophobia? No, no, like, because xenophobia still implies that you hate that group. H.P. Lovecraft doesn't seem to actually hate those groups. He's afraid of them. So you have to separate hate and fear, even though those are quite similar things. So it's it's a really weird thing to argue, because there isn't really, as far as I'm aware, like specific words for this. But it's a phobia, not a hate. 
a xenophobia you could say no no no, but xenophobia generally represents hatred of a group than a fear doesn't it google yeah let's gook importance to your wisdom um dislike of or prejudice huh? yeah yeah and the thing is i reading through his stuff i'm not reading it as a dislike it does appear to be a genuine thing of like if there is any hate there it entirely forms of these fears that he has and i can't necessarily be like okay i'm gonna like that's racist or xenophobic because it's like well no no he was raised in a family that hated like these hate like hated black people and foreigners but he didn't yeah. pick up the hate he picked up fear so does that make a significant enough jump to no longer call him a racist i think is the actual question i would argue <laughs> maybe <laughs> um because it's like it's cuz here's the thing it's like i think his level of fear could be cured by like being like hey look these people aren't that bad just come meet some of them blah 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 he, but he wouldn't mm. be like no I'm better than them it's just like no ha, scary it's like I don't think I'm better than a tiger but I am terrified of tigers it's like just to be clear I'm not comparing anyone to tigers it's just a thing of the emotional state <laughs> of HP Lovecraft it's the only parallel yeah. I can think of um, and it's like yeah, a lot of his stuff isn't that this group is inherently worse. It's that this group is scary as fuck. It's why are mm. we... Because <laughs> it's like... Um, because, yeah, it's like um, in... one uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's about a rock or something. Um, the story is that it's like there's this other group. They're much older. They're all ugly as hell. But they're essentially chill with this other place existing until the other place is like, you're all so ugly, we're going to sink you now. Um, and then the other place takes revenge and everything sort of returns to being the ownership of the ugly ones. Um, and it's like, so in that instance, it's like that story could be that, like, yeah, maybe he's like, black people are like the... Um, Oh, what are they called? I don't want to. I don't want to be like the ugly ones are represented. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's got like. I'm just going to call them Doge. Um, like the like I <laughs> like the ugly creatures. Like the Doge are a representation of black people, but it's like a thing of, well, it's clearly not being racist because they're happy to just like. Be on their own, and then humans are like. Now we're not chill with you anymore, Doge. We're gonna come kill you, and then the Doge take revenge a long time later. And it's like, yeah, that kind of like, that's not racism. That's fear of what we've done to them coming to bite us. Mm. And it's like, and then there are some stories that are just like racist. There is like the terrible old man, which, as far as I can tell, is just like foreigners are evil. Um, but it's like that. That's why I have to say maybe he wasn't racist because it's like sometimes it's just sort of like I think it's like ah yes, 
like um oh no no it's uh, th- uh three foreigners come in rob this man's house he kills all of them um but the fact that they're foreign is <laughs> kind of heavily played up and it's very much implied yeah. that the reason they're robbing his house is because they're foreign and thus that's what they do um so... <sighs> long story short lovecraft very interesting uh yeah <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I, I like his writing. We shouldn't forget that it exists, but also probably shouldn't like. Um, oh, what's the word? Sanctify. Like we shouldn't no. view him as like a good person. It's just like yeah. at best we should just be like pity him, pity him for his fear. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like we respect your writing, yeah. but we pity you. Um, yeah. Also, the fact that his dad named his dog, not him. Yeah, oh. he didn't uh, name his dog that. His uh, parents did, I believe. So it's like... Oh, I thought it was his cat. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. Cat, not dog. Um, oh, right. He fucking hated dogs. Uh, <laughs> I get I get <laughs> pet animals mixed up. Um, but yeah, no, no. His, like, his uh, parents named his cat, not him. Um... Yeah, anyway, this podcast has now been going for some amount of time, which means I have to put it in a lower quality. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) There'll be some some areas you can step out. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just going to cut all of one of our audio and then just make it look like we're talking to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I really did want to do that for, like, last week. Was it last week we had the... No, when was when we had the argument? Yeah. I wanted to do it because I like the good. idea of just having like one person just arguing against themselves for extended periods of time. Um, <laughs> You're just gradually getting more and more frustrated, but no response. <laughs> um, if 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 I ever lose one of our audio, I am just going to upload without <laughs> context that <laughs> it's only one of us. I'm just like ah, get fucked. Uh, see, the audience fills in. The audience becomes the person they're talking to. There you go. That's a nice idea for a podcast. Oh, it's it's, it's not because a lot of podcasts function on the fact that it's just like seems like you've got friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, there's a level of driving people insane. That's gonna do. Um. Anyway, let's uh wrap it up. Um, unless you've got anything else. Nope. But I will say, if there is anyone who makes it seem like they have friends listening to this, I'm your friend. Uh, I can I can only advise against you doing that, because that will elicit stalkers if we ever get popular. Which we won't, but, like, it might. Um... But you see, you see, Walsh, the, the thing to take away from this podcast is... It's very wholesome, <laughs> and you should give it a list. It's very wholesome. I keep leaving editing gaps by mistake. Uh, <laughs> you're really into the word wholesome. I I, I do actually use wholesome a lot. I, I like I like to be a wholesome. Yeah, because you are ho- like you're the most wholesome person we know, apart from uh, one or two <laughs> slight issues. Um, it's uh. like. Because we've got the one friend who's the good egg, but like, 
Oh, he's a lovely yeah. guy. Um, but you're still probably more wholesome because <laughs> you're just like, yeah, chill. Everything's. Uh, you've never turned around and screamed swear words at me. <laughs> no, I uh, haven't. Yeah, every, everyone else, I f- think, has. Trying to, trying to work out if I'll, uh, how many of my mutual <laughs> friends have turned around and screamed horrible expletives <laughs> at me in frustration. Uh, I no, okay. I I I think it's I think it's you, and our uh, yeah okay. I think there's you and one mutual friend haven't done that. So the other three mm. mutual friends have. <laughs> um. But but we love you really. We love you really. Uh, I mean, like three of the five. Five of the five. Mm, no, I th- I think. God, it's really sad that we genuinely do just have like a very. It's very clear who the mutual friends are. Um, I assume everyone else has like bigger friend groups than we do. I don't know. I'm jealous. I hate people. Um, hmm. Yeah. Long story short, um, this has been the Two Dimensionals podcast. Thank you for yeah. listening um, and making yeah. it through. If- if this Good has job. become popular and you want to send us money, uh, send, give uh, we have a Patreon which I haven't run by Marcus whatsoever. Um, I, I briefly talk. If 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 you want to give money to Jack, use that. If you want to give money to me, do it to a charity. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't give market money to Marcus because he then has to account for that on his taxes, and he would be very very <laughs> sad. Ah, it would be so annoying. Yeah, it's just sort of like, hey, Marcus, here's like, I know you finish your taxes, here's £2.20. It's like, tax this. <laughs> here's 20 separate donations of 33p each. Oh, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Sorry, I do really want to just like try and mess with you by doing that now. Uh-huh. But that the would be thing awful. is, I think Patreon has it taxed on their end. So you would then get that money, and then you would have to put it as non-taxable, which I think it... Wait, hang on. No, because you're working for a company when you pay your taxes, aren't you? So you... Uh, it's I yeah, confusing. I, I just want to send you, like, horribly confusing tax things. Uh, I, I think gifts... I think gifts that... Uh, after a certain point, gifts do have to be taxed, oh, but also oh, yeah. if you are being paid for doing this on Patreon, Patreon doesn't count as being gifted, it counts as a alternate income source, oh. which means it does yeah. count towards taxes. Miscellaneous income. Uh, no, that's Sorry, drugs, yeah. Marcus. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, hang on, sorry. Are you talking about the... Because th- everything has, like, a tax code, so it's like... So if you do this kind of work, you pay this kind of amount of tax on the... Or, oh, fuck, I don't know how it works. Oh, I, um, I don't know. No, there was, there, there's literally a section called Other Income. Uh, yeah, but income. Like, but, all, most income has to be labelled as its source, doesn't it? But then there's like... I don't know about the UK yeah. as much. I know we have it, but the in America, the IRS has a thing just called... Uh, I think it's called Unlisted Tax, 
which is to say if you are doing mm. if you're selling drugs the money you get from drug dealing uh just list it as unlisted oh, it has to be yeah taxed. it's got every because it's income it's got to be taxed <laughs> um mm. but yeah the irs lets you do that i think it's like taxed at the highest amount it can be uh, which is like the downside of it, but you also don't have to tell the IRS where you're getting the money from, and it's not Damn. illegal to do it on that front. Um, see, see Al Capone, that's all you had to do, <laughs> you fool. Um, no, he got done for tax evasion, evasion? but not for... Oh, or just not paying it? Oh, no, he got done for tax... Well, I mean, tax evasion is the same as not paying it. Um, because... His tax evasion was hiding money, not putting it somewhere where there's a lower tax rate. Because, no, yeah, so I think what he was tax avoidance, not tax evasion, because I think the two are actually different. Because tax evasion is legal, tax avoidance isn't. Um, However, I still think that anyone who avoids or evades paying tax shouldn't be allowed to use roads. I, I it's agree. like I don't think Amazon. But then they probably have helicopters. Uh, then they shouldn't be allowed to use petrol. <laughs> they should. On that bombshell. <laughs> anyway, um, the podcast is now too long, and I will have to lower the audio quality. Um, oh, I, I I do genuinely need to get a new hard drive. Because this is like each <laughs> podcast is about five gigabytes, is what it ends up as oh. filling my computer with, and I'm just like, yeah. damn, and I'm too much of a hoarder to delete the. That's what I was supposed to spend money on. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed drive. to buy a new hard. I was supposed to buy a new terabyte hard drive. Well, next oh, month, while we're still in the apocalypse. Yes, well, we, yes. As 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 we say, we have been the two dimensionals. I've I've been Mark. I Johnson. have been Jack. Thank you for listening. Yeah, bye bye, bye everyone. I'm out. I'm waving goodbye now. Uh oh. Hello, I'm editing Jack, and that means I get to do some corrections at the end of the show. So, at some point, I mentioned that what the orcs are based off of in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. I don't know why I said that, but I mean, I guess because there's the movies which aren't quite the... Anyway, uh, basically, I got the source of that wrong. There does seem to be, like, counter-arguments to either side. Uh, Apparently, the more correct answer is just that the orcs are a representation of what people become during wartime. And the second thing is that I got the last invasion of mainland Britain wrong by about 30 years, 33 years. Uh, It was the Battle of Fishguard in 1797. It was, I think, yeah, uh, the Battle of Fishguard was a military invasion of Great Britain by revolutionary France during the War of the First Coalition. Um, Lasted from 22nd to 24th February 1797. So I do vaguely know my history. Uh, if Marcus has anything to add to this, he's too late and he doesn't edit, so it's not my problem. Good night.